How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. All right. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking to a good friend and client of mine, Larnell Vickers. Now, Larnell is an executive recruiter and career coach. He serves as CEO and founder of Larnell Vicker Enterprises, a firm that matches great talent to great organizations and coaches individuals to live into their purpose, power, and greatest possibilities in both their career and their life. Since 2020, Larnell Enterprises has supported over 50 organizations in finding phenomenal talent and placed hundreds of professionals in mission-driven organizations and has been uh, and has provided top-tier career coaching to over 300 professionals in landing new roles. This episode's really cool. I love talking to Larnell. You guys are going to love listening. We're going to dig in how to get more fulfillment from your career, obviously. We'll talk about the two biggest mistakes that people make that lead to unhappiness in their careers and in their life. And we'll talk about a super simple habit that I guarantee will make you a better person. And don't forget, we only spread our message when you share this knowledge with others that need it. So if you enjoy this episode, please share it on your social and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We'll see you in there. All right, all right. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. Today, we've got a good friend of mine and an amazing coach on the show, Larnell Vickers. Larnell. Welcome to the party. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you, man. Now, uh, we're going to dig into all the cool stuff you're doing in the career coaching space with both the companies you're working with and all the people that you're working with. Mm -hmm. uh, but before I dig into all that, I love hearing people's kind of entrepreneurial journey and especially someone like you yeah. who's so, so mission oriented. Tell me, tell me about how you, how you got to, to where you are today. Did you always like growing up, did you know that you were always going to be an entrepreneur? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I knew that was going to be the case, but I thought that was going to happen when I was like in my 40s and my 50s, yeah. like down, down the road. <laughs> Not as early, um, you know, up until this point. But um, I knew it was in me, like in my family, um, you know, not that we ran businesses, but a lot of the folks in my family are like pastors and ministers and yeah. like, you know, entrepreneurial nature. And so it's kind of in me, you know. Um, and so... Yeah, I knew it was in me, but you know, I thought it was gonna be happening down the road. Yeah. Yeah. So so fill me in. How did you how did you get to that point? Talk me through your career and then obviously, you know, making the step in entrepreneurship and helping people with their careers. 
Yeah, no, for sure. So I actually started off my career off in teaching. Um, I actually did Teach for America. So I actually taught in my hometown uh, in Miami. I uh, taught high school English. They threw me in uh, with the 12th graders. Uh, and so, yeah, <laughs> taught British literature. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Coming right off college. And so working with young people. Um, and I was just really drawn to the mission of supporting um, Black and Brown um, students in low-income yeah. areas to make sure that they're on the path towards college. And so once I finished that experience, I knew I didn't want to stay in the classroom, but I wanted to continue to be in that space. And so moved from Miami to New York and got into recruiting. And that's where it really started because uh, of the work that I do now. Yeah. And that's the role I wanted to play within that space. And so I started recruiting for different like school networks and different nonprofits and leading recruitment teams. And I loved the work and I knew it was like a natural gift for me. And so um, when I was doing that work, people would come back to me after I would help to hire them and find them roles, uh, saying, okay, what's next? You know, I want to continue to grow my career. And I knew that there was something that was missing. Like I really couldn't help people to support them in what's next or identify what's next or get clarity around what's next. And so I got into coaching. So once I said, you should look into coaching. So I got into coaching, got my coaching certification. And when I came out, I became a career coach, but also that recruiter really combining both experiences. And so and I, I love yeah. I love that side of it. Right. Because you're 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 able to do, you know, both the 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 softer side of it and the the harder, more tactical side of it. It's like mm-hmm. you can help them become better as uh, as professionals and you can make the connections that they need to have to progress that career. So exactly I love that, man. So. Um, how long ago was that when you got started? I, I mean, I know I want to hear uh, for you for everybody yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, so 2018 is like when I jumped in and started on the side hustling, uh, yeah. doing career coaching and recruiting on the side. Was working full time, but it was in 2020. Actually, the beginning of 2020 is when I stepped out on faith and started full time on my own. And I think that's when we met. We met later on that year. Yeah, uh, I believe in the fall of 2020. Um, yeah. and so that's when the journey began and. Now we're here. So that's amazing, man. So, you know, obviously, you know, shit you don't learn in college, you know, the things that we talk about here are, you know, how, how can we, can we as individuals essentially be more fulfilled, you know, live a life with more meaning, more money, more fulfillment, you know, all the things that we all want in life. Right. And I obviously talk a lot about entrepreneurship, but you know, one of the things that I've openly said is you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be, to make great money to have wealth, to have health, to have fulfillment and purpose and enjoy in your life. And I think yeah. you, you embody the ability to be able to, you know, help people do that within, you know, other organizations as entrepreneurs rather than entrepreneurs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think it, it really takes to be fulfilled in your career? No, for sure, for sure. So this is the work that we do. It's really getting very clear around What's the calling of your life? Like, what are you here to do on earth when it comes to the work that you do? And it's really understanding what are the gifts, talents, abilities um, that you have and getting very clear on that. And then from there, understand like what's the result or outcome that you want to drive towards in the world, utilizing those gifts. And, you know, for most people, you can have a lot of different gifts or have a lot of different interests. Like what's the thing that you've been actually given to do and to get very clear on that. And so one of the things that we really emphasize is like doing work on purpose, like with intentionality towards the thing that you're driving towards. So when you look back on your career, it tells a story, it tells a narrative. Yeah, there are going to be ups and downs and things that happen, but you can look back and you can see how your career or the impact that you've been working toward, how it's grown over time. 
And so really just having that intentionality throughout your career. And you can imagine how there's yeah. a lot of people out there mm-hmm. who just work and just do good work, but don't give themselves that pause just to really think um, about their career and where they want like, to is, take it or how is, they want to grow intention- it. Yeah, the intentionality. Exactly. Like, am I, you know, they're just swimming and they're they're working really hard at swimming, but they're yeah. kind of putting their head up to like, look, am I swimming the right direction? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like you're if, swimming really hard. You're like, I'm swimming yeah. my ass off, but do I even want yeah. to go this Are you way? Going to, like, yeah, exactly. And you can imagine when we're working with clients, the number of managers, right, that influence you around how you want to grow your career, right? So they're yeah. saying, hey, you should take on this role. You should do this or you should do that. Um, or other people who are outside of your life who are saying like, hey, you should do this, you should do that. And so... Dude, I wish, I, wish I had you when I was at Cisco. So <laughs> I'm sure you have bosses saying, because I'm sure you're really good at oh, your job. They're like, like, you should do this job, Xander. Here's, we want to hire you for this. Well, you do this. Here's the next step for you. I, like, here's the next step. And we'll pay you more. And we'll and pay you like, more. And we'll give you yeah. more responsibility and a nicer car. And it's like, I always tell people, I was like this far away from being a lifer in a job that was never mm. meant for me. I was this close. Because no, I just sure. I, like I just never had the clarity like you're talking about of like what well what am I meant to be doing what is the exactly. mission I want to be on like what is the story I want my my this timeline to tell so I I love that how how long yeah. does it take for you to like actually get that for people because I think I think people have this misunderstanding you know we heard like oh it'll take you a lifetime to discover what you're really meant to be doing but yeah no I, for sure I think that's bullshit I don't know you tell me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people think that they're like, well, Lorna, you asked me these big questions around like, what do I want towards the end? Right. Because we're always talking about like backwards mapping, right. Based upon what you want, like what's the thing that needs to happen now to get you there. Um, one of the things that we do is we do visioning. And I know you teach this uh, yeah. as well around mm-hmm. visioning. And that's where it all starts. It really starts understanding what's the experience of your career. It's not so much about the title or the company or who you're working for or who you're working with. Mm. It's really about the actual, when you wake up, what's the experience of your career? Like, what are you working I on? I love that. Um, how, how do you feel when you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night? Um, who are, what are the types of colleagues you want to work with? And most times when people get really clear and still with themselves, they can really speak to that. They can speak to the experience um, because intuition and insight is in you. You got to just get clear and so you can really speak to the vision of what you want and what you want to drive towards. And I feel like, I feel like sometimes, you know, sometimes people, like you mentioned, it's in them already. They know it. Yeah. But sometimes it's kind of scary to admit because sometimes if mm-hmm. we admit it and then we're like, this is what happened with me at Cisco is like when I first started to admit, like you mentioned, the experience that I wanted, because my first six years of my career, I chased the title, I chased the money, I chased right. the, you know, the, the notoriety, the car, the watch, the, all that sort of stuff. But I wasn't getting the experience. And it wasn't until I started exactly. to define that experience that I was like, oh, shit, I got to quit. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. That's terrifying for a lot yeah. of people, right? So it is. It is. No, yeah, for sure. For sure. Do Do you see when you're working with people? Is that something that you come up against? Is like you know, to be honest, like means some big changes sometimes, and, and some mm-hmm. people kind of fight back on that. No, for sure. I mean, we have a lot of people who gain the awareness but don't want to take the action because they know it takes big, bold, scary action. Um, Also, we know that we're venturing into the unknown. It's not as defined around what that might look like. And so, again, you're leaning on intuition. You're leaning on being within your essence and your being and and trust and being in the process, but also leaning Mm -hmm. on the effort and work that you got to put in to make it happen. But 
a lot of times I think people are like, what one, do I want to go there? Because I then gain the awareness and then I have a responsibility then to take action. Like, am I, I going to I have be, no more excuses anymore. I, I have can't no more excuses. Say, I yeah, can't say I exactly. don't know what to do. I don't know. Now right. you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's that's funny. What when, when you're working with people, what do you think are some of the the big you know, kind of cliche mistakes that people make that lead them to a, a, a less fulfilling or unfulfilling career. Yeah, no, for sure. There's so much noise. Like when you really, and when you really think about it, there's so much that's coming into our, our, um, our thinking, uh, our cerebral space around news, media, movies, conversations, people, family, friends, colleagues, all the works, right? And so a lot of times we're being influenced in so many different ways around what we should be doing, what we should be working on, who we should be in this world, what is success and what success looks like based upon what's deemed in society. And it really takes getting quiet. It really takes being still and really defining for yourself what does your world look like? based yeah. upon like what you've been given to do. I do believe upon birth, there is an assignment that you're to fulfill. And it's really getting clear about like, what's the assignment? And I'm telling you this, people who tap into assignment thrive. Even in challenging times, they know yeah. that they're on assignment. Because when you're on assignment, you don't give up. Versus when you're not on assignment, right? It's more easy just to throw in a towel and move on to the next thing. You're mm. willing to actually take on the assignment, move towards what needs to happen with the assignment because you know you're on purpose. And as well as the universe, you know, wherever you want to call it is actually behind you. So you're getting that levity over the course of time to move towards it. So I tell all the time, like really allow for yourself to just get clear with inside around what's the assignment am I supposed to take on in this lifetime? I, 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 I love the way that you just put it right there though is the assignment, right? It's, it's a sign. Mm. I think, you know, I, I hear in the space, I hear a lot, like do what you're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and when I hear the, do what you're passionate about, you know, I obviously I am a, I'm a woo woo guy in the self-development <laughs> space. And like, even for me, like I'm here, like do what you love and everything becomes easier. I'm like, yeah, I think that's just an excuse for most people to not do anything hard. Right. right? But do what do what you're assigned. I love yes. that, right? Like, dude, because yeah. your assignment is on purpose, right? Yeah. And you'll you'll be fulfilled, and there's going to be something meaningful. Mm-hmm. But there's something required from you as well. There's there's work. There's challenge. Yes. There's getting out of your comfort zone when you're on mm-hmm. assignment. I I love that right. term. That's amazing. No, for sure, um, for sure. We even talk about the hero's journey. Yeah. Right. Right. It's similar to the hero's journey of like you grow up, you're giving the actual gift, the talent, and then you're called, right, to go off and to actually fulfill the assignment. But does everyone go off? Sometimes not because home feels familiar. You want to stay home around. It feels safe. Right. But now you have to go into unknown with people you don't know or experiences that you're not familiar with. But the thing is this, and I tell people all the time, you've been given all the things you've needed to fulfill the assignment. Yeah. Right. Like you've been given. And the thing is this, like a lot of times gifts um, activate upon assignment, right? Upon acting. So if you didn't know you had the ability to do something, you actually identify you actually have the ability when you actually take action. And you're like, oh, wow. When you're kind of put in the position to do When you're put in the position, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know I could do that. Right. Yeah. And then you build the muscle towards even perfecting 
the actual gift or talent or ability, you know? So I tell people all the time, trust yourself. Like you have everything in your toolkit already mm. and it's going to activate as you go right. along the journey towards fulfilling assignment, towards fulfilling purpose in life. Oh, that's amazing. Do you, do you have maybe maybe one exercise or a, like maybe a quick idea that we can share with everybody? I know, you know, because I, I used to, I, I used to, you know, work in this, a similar space where we try to, you know, create purpose and clarity around people's lives and the careers. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have like one exercise that you use that helps people get a lot of clarity and, and maybe give, what could give some people a little bit to help them start taking that step to move forward? Now, I know it's you know a lot of work, but if there's like any little thing that people can start doing listening to this, that might just send them at least pointing in the right direction rather than just swimming off into left field. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So one of the things that we we go into is the different pathways in life. And so really getting clear on the different pathways that you're on. So we talk about ideal targeted, like the ideal role or ideal place you want to be. And then we talk about the progression role of what's the next progressional step based upon where you're at in your career and then the safety. And so a lot of times it's, it's identifying which pathway are you on? Are you on the pathway towards safety? Are you on the pathway towards progression, right? The next just step because right? every single career professional is on some type of trajectory of sorts based upon industry and field and what other professionals themselves are on. So you know in terms of like, okay, this is the trajectory that I'm on. And then you have the ideal targeted role based upon when you get clear on vision, this is where I want to go next. So it's really identifying, okay, these are the three different pathways. And that's what tends to be the case for folks. Which one are you on? Which one do you want to be on? I don't think there's good or bad between all three, but like identifying where you're at and understanding that then then, then where that's, is that going to lead you, right? And yeah. are you wanting to go in that direction going forward? Yeah, I love I love that idea because I, I think there are times when it's like, yeah, it's okay for you to pick the safe path right now, but just yeah. understand that you're making that decision and take ownership exactly. over that decision. Exactly. At that at that point, we can't blame or complain anymore because we're making that decision to do that path and that trajectory, right? Exactly. I love that. Um, You know, one of the things that you mentioned that you're really passionate about is helping the black and brown community, and this is something that you know I think there's a lot of people that aren't black or brown that Mm -hmm. you know have trouble understanding like what it's like to be building a professional career. You know, it's, it's interesting for me because my mom is Pakistani. And so I hear right. the stories of what she had to go through in her career coming to America in, you know, the 1960s, 1970s mm. and 80s and, and everything she went through. And then I look very white. And so I <laughs> haven't had a lot of the issues that she's had to go through. And so, you know, it's, it's always interesting for me to hear, you know, as you're helping the black and brown community, what are things that you notice specifically that are challenges that they might face and and ways that we can help overcome that. No, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I definitely think just in general, there are systematic barriers that are put in place, right, that help, that hinder, right, accessing or fulfilling on passion and purpose and possibility in one's life. So we have to really realize those things and as well as uh, raise voice towards changing systems, right, that really uplifts, that really allows for people to fulfill potential, essentially, in in life in the world. So that's from a systematic standpoint, right? And I'm always big about that, uh, especially when we think about the the Black Lives Matter movement, when we think about um, the police and some of the shootings and things that we've been seeing, like really being able to speak to the systematic barriers um, that are in place, right? 
Along with that is understanding um, access, resources, and opportunities, right? Yeah. So we know that depending on your background, where you live, where you grew up, right? Different people have different resources um, or access to certain people or opportunities, right? And so how do we allow for, and again, we have black and brown, but we have several other different communities and people. How do we allow for people to be able to tap into resources that helps to better themselves and really help them move them forward towards opening opening up connection channels exactly. that would Open not up connections. normally be there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That wouldn't normally be there. And I do believe that we all have a role to play in that, right? Even for myself, right? How do we allow for it to be paid for so that more of that can take place, more people have more equal opportunity towards um elevating their career, moving themselves forward. And hence the reason, we didn't go into this, but hence the reason like creating for the soul, right? Because uh, we talked about this, like we have our high ticket offerings and things that we do, um, but we really wanted to open it up where we can have more um, space to bring in more folks and to really impact more people's lives. So, um, And creating, creating an access point that anybody could get to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's that's very key. I think that's a, a responsibility for everyone um, to really make sure that um, people who um, are needing support, people who uh, you can speak and advocate for, that, that that's being done uh, yeah. and that needle is being moved forward. I love that. And I, I think that's really important because I mean, just like just like you were talking about, like, you know, working working with us directly at HIC, you know, yeah, it, it costs thousands of dollars. And we have a lot of yeah. people from all different walks of life that are able to do it. But, you know, part of the reason that I wrote shit you don't learn in college was so that, you know, if somebody's mm. willing to spend 15 or 20 bucks, they can no, get sure. pretty much everything they need to start changing yeah. their lives, no matter where you are in the world. And just providing that at an access, access point that you know, anybody who's really ready to do the work can get there. So I think that's really yeah, important. No, for sure. No, for sure. Love that. So I'm always I'm always interested in you know entrepreneurs and individuals themselves and and uh, you know how you get to to where you are. And I know you mentioned uh, you come from a family of pastors and mm-hmm. uh, preachers. Um, you, you you tell me like what was one of the you know one of the big things or defining moments when you were growing up that really led you to believe that you were meant for more? Do you remember anything like that that really led you to believe that there was a bigger purpose, a bigger, bigger mission for you that you, you had an assignment, right? right that right, you were right. meant to go down. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So one is, uh, I'm a very, very spiritual person and, um, I have always been big about life beyond the physical essentially. Right. Yeah. And understanding that, um, if you want to call it God or oneness or spirit, like there was something that was always there um, that supported me, that is undergirding me. Uh, and I believe you even talk about this as well. I know I'm referencing you because, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like believing in something that's bigger than yourself, right? And how that yeah. empowers you, right? When there's challenges that come your way. And I think that's always been there for me. And so I would say in that, um, knowing that when I was younger, that um, in terms of, um, spirit got like that there was something that was called upon me to be greater, um, to to be a, a power player, to be able to make impact in the world. And I always felt that. And I, as well as people in my life always spoke that over me as well. I didn't know what that would look like. I grew up, yeah. I didn't know like what that meant. Um, you know, I just kind of like went through life and did the best I could. And, you know, whenever that time comes, it comes. But, you know, 
it yeah, like, carried, like I always felt that. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't know you had the skills until you were put in the situation to show. That right, you had right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I think that I think everyone has something that lets them know that they are great, that they matter, that they that they have something within them to give to the world. Um, if that happens younger or later on, I feel like for me, it happened definitely like early in age. Um, yeah. And so um, go, on, go on the journey, essentially, to yeah. identify well, what that is then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you're just on the adventure. I love it. Um, is there anything, anything that you do, like, you know, I, I love, every time I talk to you, Larnell, you're like one of the most grounded and just happy people. You're just oh. always connected to yourself. Is there anything that you do, like, do you have a habit or a thought process that you always focus on that just, you know, helps make Larnell, Larnell, you know, any, any secret that you think you do something different than most people do? I'd love to, love to understand if there's anything like that. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So I'll tell you this that really helps is every single morning I go to the gym, but I don't just go to the gym, but I do like a fitness group, fitness um, course uh, with kettlebell fitness. Uh, I love the energy with the music and energy yeah. and people and just pushing yourself. Um, but also I love right after the words, walking the park. And so not too far from where I go is Central Park. So I, I, I will literally walk the park um, and just be with the leaves, the trees, the sun, the air. Um, also, it's a lot of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> run here around so you see hard like dogs playing when you're surrounded by dogs right so <laughs> right like you know these puppies and dogs and um just life around you and for me it really helps for me to get grounded i would tell you i've had so many like aha moments or things i like literally will have to pause and stop walking and just write down um things i want to like share with my team or things that i need to actually just share with myself or just kind of like sit with with myself yeah. um, in that moment in time. So I know it's simple, but I would say those walks, like working out and so you're on, on that high, but then afterwards, like just working out and then afterwards, like walking, um, yeah. just to kind of like just be with oneself and the, and the nature, it's just powerful, powerful. I, and so I, I can like that, really yeah. come into my day and, and do what I need to get done from there. I, it's funny you bring that up. I go on a, I go on a walk every single morning. When I was, when I lived up in San Diego, mm-hmm. um, I used to take Aspen on a walk every single morning. Oh, okay. And then when, when we moved to Costa Rica, Aspen didn't come with us at first. Gotcha. And so for, for about two weeks, I wasn't going on my walks and my days mm. just felt off. And I was like, Oh my God, that, that walk like yeah. changes everything. So I literally just started pretending like I had a dog and going on a dog walk <laughs> every single morning, even though I didn't have a dog. I know, you know, Seneca, uh, you know, if anybody studies so- stoicism, Seneca says, Whenever something's wrong in life, whenever you have a problem you need to solve, there's one way to solve it. Go on a walk. Yeah, go on a right? walk. And so I, I love that, yeah. man. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Larnell, what's what's on the horizon for you that people need to know about? How can they find out more about you? I know you've got uh, Career Day for the Soul. You've got the career journey. I want to make sure that more people know about this. So, so tell people what's going on in your world. Yeah, no, for sure. So we have a couple of things happening in 2023. So we have Career Day for the Soul, which is our national uh, event. Essentially, it's Career Fair Reimagined. So you get a chance to meet different companies, um, interview, and really put yourself out there. But you get a chance to really go through some powerful trainings and experiences to really identify what is next, um, build your toolkit, 
be able to network and as well as declare like that big action that you're going to take to really advance your career for it. So that'll be happening again in June in LA, both virtually and in person in LA, um, as well as with the career journey. And so the career journey is our community group. And so for folks who just want that accountability, those support structures, right? If you're like, you know, in your home, on your computer, you're applying for roles, you know, you're you're by yourself, you're trying to hold yourself accountable. You're like, I just want a community to just hold me accountable. Or I can just like share my experiences of interviewing or applying for stuff. Like we're the community for you. You know, we have weekly calls where folks can get together, share, coaching. We have different resources as well and just time to just network as well. So um, both are opportunities that we're going to be continuing to expand and, and grow going into next year. So really excited for the work and, and to and to grow it into next it, year. Man. Yeah, I love it, man. You guys, if you if you are not familiar with Larnell, definitely go to larnellvickers.com. Check him out on LinkedIn. Get involved with the career journey, career day for the soul. Uh, Larnell, you're doing some amazing stuff in the career space. Wow. It's, you know, it's, I, I consider it like the other half of the coin for what I'm doing in the entrepreneurial space. So I absolutely mm-hmm. love it, man. Huh. I think I think our audience is going to get so much from this today. So appreciate you being on, brother. No, for sure, for sure. And before, I just want to go on record. I want to say thank you, thank you, Xander, for all the work that you do. You do tremendous work in the world. You've been my coach for, I think, two over two years at this point in time, and I've learned so much from you. Um, I stand taller and even bolder in the work that I do because I see you, uh, and I've learned so much from you. And so I just want to say thank you so much uh, and continue to shine bright in the world, my brother. I appreciate yeah. you, man. I appreciate you, man. Just, just grateful to be on this journey with you, dude. I love it. And for all of our fans out there, all of our shit you don't learn in college fans, don't forget to go to www.sydlicbook.com to grab your copy of the shit you don't learn in college book available now. Thanks, Larnell. Thank you. All right. That's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.